Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, Mr. News. Hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, the greatest involuntary clinical trial in world history, what the FDA is not telling us about the side effects of the COVID vaccines. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. And, and what Dr. Walensky was referring to is that whenever we see surges in travel, be that around the holidays or around certain certain situations like we did over the Christmas and New Year's holiday and other types of holidays, you get congregation of people, even if on the planes people are wearing masks. When you get to the airport, the check-in lines, the food lines for restaurants, the boarding that you see, how people sometimes can be congregating together. Those are the kind of things that invariably increase the risk of getting infected. That's what she was referring to. The travel phenomenon in general does that. It's Stop the tape. <laughs> you know, I don't use the word hate very often. I have no reason to hate Dr. Fauci. I, I don't really hate anybody on this planet per se. I'm close with the uh, ex-wife number one, uh, <laughs> I'm Christian. So I try and mitigate that. Strong dislike. So let's say I have a strong dislike for Fauci and it, it is as, about as high as the dislike button can go. Scale of one to 10, it's a 10. This man has no right to do what he is doing. This man has no right to go out there and know that these radical politicians are hanging on every word, not the media. The media are the facilitators for Fauci communicating with the radical politicians who have attacked our constitutional rights, who have stolen an entire year of our lives. Fauci goes out there, says you need to wear a mask. First he says don't wear a mask, then he says wear a mask. Of course, the radical politicians are going to pick up on the mask-wearing part because that's a mandate. And radical politicians live for mandates. Live for edicts. Live for ways to attack our constitutional rights. Fauci has no right because he knows now. It's not March of 2020 anymore. This is March of 2021, a year later. He knows that what he says is going to be chewed up and spit out and manipulated by these radical politicians. And you know who the radical politicians are. They're not Ron DeSantis in Florida. They're Gavin Newsom in 
California. They're not red state governors, Abbott in Texas. No, they're Pritzker in Illinois or Murphy or Wolf or Cuomo or the nutcase governors of, of any of the blue states. And they're all nutcases, but they're all Marxists to one degree or another because they're hanging on every word Fauci says and they're saying, oh, they're cherry picking. Oh, oh, well, he said don't travel. Then we're going to restrict travel. I want to remind my fellow Americans who are not taught this that even though freedom of movement is not explicitly expressed in the United States Constitution nor explicitly expressed in the Declaration of Independence. They are implied in both of those. Because if you don't have freedom of movement, you have no freedom. You are a slave. You are a captive. You are a prisoner. And so this is one of the reasons why when they started instituting the lockdowns, the hair on the back of my neck was standing up. I couldn't stand it, and I still can't stand it. Lockdowns. No freedom of movement. And, of course, these radical politicians like Newsom double down on that. And they say, don't travel for Thanksgiving. Don't travel for Christmas. It's unbelievable. It's mind-boggling to me that they can even get away with saying that. Of course, many Californians abided by it, but many Californians said, screw you, Newsom. I'll do the opposite. Three people at Thanksgiving, screw you. 300. But X amount said, oh, we better not. Better not travel. Better stay in our pod. Better stay in our bubble. This is an attack, a wholesale attack on our constitutional rights. But I'm not done with Fauci. I want to get to him in a moment. Coming up on this here program, some very important information about the FDA. The FDA did its job in the fall of 2020. And they researched the evidence that was building from the clinical trials of the vaccines. And they condensed it down into a draft study of what healthcare providers should know and then disseminate to the American people as they start disseminating the vaccine. So here it is, late October, they put together this um, PowerPoint presentation, 30 slides or, sl or so. And then in December is when the uh, vaccine started rolling out, right? So you have about, you have less than two months between this draft report and then the final guidelines, they call it fact sheets for healthcare providers. You're going to die when you hear this. The FDA report listed dozens of side effects to the vaccines. That was in October. The fact sheets that went out to doctors, you know how many were listed? Stand by. My guest Dr. Brian Artis will tell you, it is stunning, it is shocking. And ladies and gentlemen, 
I know some of you have had the vaccine out of fear, and that's what drives people to do things they wouldn't normally do, like wear a mask and lock down their family and do things that are irrational, fear. But those of you who have not had the vaccine, this is more evidence, more research, more facts for you to make rational decisions and inform your family members and your friends about this information and have them watch this here podcast or listen to this here podcast. And you can go to GrahamLedger.com. If you haven't subscribed, please do. And, and please, I ask you again, please share this podcast. It's the only way. It's the only way Grammy stays talking to you. And it's the only way for us to communicate now. We need to share information like this directly. And that is, yeah, you can hit the, the share button uh, when I send out the podcast. But also have people sign up on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, and subscribe uh, on my website. You subscribe free. I'm not going to use your emails for anything except send you information and maybe ask if you want to buy a t-shirt. That's about it. All right. So this is the only way. Uh, and I also want to remind you, we got to stick together with people like My Pillow and Mike Lindell. And our interview was canceled. I, we did the interview. I didn't cancel the interview. YouTube canceled it. YouTube deleted the video with Mike Lindell. It resides on Rumble. I, I believe it's still up on the uh, audio formats as well. Who knows? Maybe Apple removed it. Um, but please go to MyPillow.com. You enter Ledger in the promo code box and you get 66% up to 66% off of various items. Fauci is also now, again, this is mind-boggling to me that nobody challenges him. In that same interview where we heard him say, don't travel, don't travel. Don't move about the country freely. Don't exercise your constitutional rights. Oh, we can't have people lining up to, at the airport. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We can't have people moving from one city to another. That's called their constitutional rights. No, Fauci can't allow that. No, we can't have travel. No. When can we, Fauci? Well, we're not sure. We're not at that, that level yet. And this is, they keep moving the goalposts. It's, it's absolute nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. Don't fall for this anymore, please. Those of you who are still holding up in your home and staying in your bubble and not living your life and not traveling and not going to school and not going to work, stop it. Stop it. If not for your constitutional rights, for the fact that somewhere in the neighborhood of, I think it's a quarter now, of all adults in this country have been inoculated. And we know that, what is it, 200,000 died. But somewhere in the neighborhood of, I don't know, I haven't checked the numbers, really, four, five, six, ten million Americans have had the Wuhan coronavirus. That's the documented cases. So it's maybe 20 million. So the, the numbers are effectively at herd immunity. And yeah, you're going to have some hot spots and spikes here and there. That's what a virus does. This is what Fauci won't tell you. And the question is, and I want to get to this in a minute, the question is, are the vaccines working to mitigate the numbers or is it Mother Nature? Hmm? Which is it? Is it the vaccines or is it just, is it just good old viruses doing what viruses do? Hmm? Fauci now says children 
who are not on the inoculation list and shouldn't be inoculated, God, please don't be sticking these children with this stuff. And you'll know why in a moment. Fauci says that kids playing out in the streets should be wearing a mask or at school should be wearing a mask. It is criminal what we are doing to these children. It is absolutely criminal. I see these little kids, four or five years old, their parents are jamming that mask in their face. Filled with germs, bacteria. Not allowing these young lungs to be taking in the amount of oxygen these young lungs need and not allowing these young lungs to express the CO2 that it needs to express. Are you killing your kids? You're killing your kids. So the FDA comes out with this preliminary report. Again, late October. It was about, by the way, two weeks before the election. And it lists a whole host of problems. If you happen to be stuck with one of the vaccines for the Wuhan coronavirus, and this information was not disseminated to you and me, and it should have been. Joining me now is the CEO of Artist Labs, Dr. Brian Artist. Uh, Brian, you've made it a, a mission, doctor, you have made it a mission. Uh, over the last few years to make sure the American people know the truth about their medical institutions as such as they are. Um, so we have this FDA report that was produced in late October, mind you, a couple of weeks before the election, by the way, this draft report that listed all, among other things, it, it was guidelines, you know, effectively of, of what's happening with the vaccine. There are many slides to it, but one slide in particular, you pointed uh, out to me is slide 16 in this FDA draft report where it lists all of the potential side effects in this draft report, late October 2020. And then, you know, this is basically supposed to be used as a kind of a blueprint for healthcare providers. They started rolling out the vaccine less than two months later, right? December of 2020, they started rolling out the vaccine and they issued not only the vaccine, but fact sheets to these healthcare providers. So what happened with the information that was in this draft report uh, between that point and when the fact sheets went out, what happened, doctor? Yeah, that's a great question. This is why I brought it to your attention and want to bring it to the audience's attention. Two things that are very important to understand. These two reports were both created by the same organization, the FDA. That's the United States Food and Drug Administration. Both reports, one from October, actually showed there's a list on slide 16 on their internal CBR report, October 22nd. There's actually 22 bullet points of serious adverse events or side effects that include 110 expected diseases and deaths and miscarriages and stillbirths and paralyzed neurological issues that could stem from COVID-19 injuries from the vaccines. Now that was two months prior, like you mentioned, to the actual fact sheets being reported or being put together by the FDA to be sent to all people supplying vaccines to the American citizens. Right. They're called fact sheets. The fact sheets don't include a single one of these 110, including deaths, 
diseases that actually were known by the FDA to be expected to be reported to what's called VARS. VARS is V-A-E-R-S dot H-H-S dot gov. It's the reporting system that people are supposed to report damages or injuries to vaccines. And this is what this October 22nd report was preparing the FDA for what they knew was going to be possibly reported as adverse reactions to COVID-19 vaccines. Now to provide informed consent to individuals getting the vaccines, which is every American citizen's rights, you have to disclose the benefits of the vaccine and all the risks that we know. Well, the only people supplying this information to the doctors and the people's jabbing us with the vaccines is the fact sheets that come from the FDA. So I'd like to know where did the other 110 known expected diseases that are life altering and damaging, why did they disappear from the fact sheets two months later from the same organization, the FDA? So in other words, the the information uh, that the American people need to know about potential side effects, and there's potential side effects to any drug, right? Um, The potential side effects information is not getting out to the American people. And so you have to ask yourself, why? Why? Uh, why is this happening? Why are we not being told about law? And we're talking, doctor, we're talking potentially long term damage here that we don't know about because this is a new vaccine and a new uh, 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 really a new method of, of, of vaccine as well. And so we don't know the long term effects. But some of these things listed in the draft report are long term, like autoimmune uh, disorders, correct? You're absolutely right. If anybody hasn't seen your interview with Dr. Sherry Timpany, she does a great job of explaining how both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines can elicit an autoimmune response and why we should expect it. They have in them what's called mRNA, and it literally is going to change your DNA, your own cells to look like the coronavirus. And then you're going to produce antibodies against your own self cells that is called an autoimmune disease. This is for anyone watching this show. This is the actual slide 16. It actually shows from that report in October. It shows autoimmune diseases. Autoimmune diseases include 80 different diagnosable diseases in America currently. Just that one bullet point of 22. And these things include things like encephalitis, which is inflammation of the brain from the actual vaccine that is known to cause autism in children. It talks about the number one is Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is paralyzed parts of your entire body for life. That's the first thing they knew in October. Then they talk about transverse myelitis, which can paralyze people we already know from the waist down for life. And they mentioned deaths. It's already been reported over 2,080 deaths have been reported from the COVID vaccine reactions. That's per the VARS reporting system. If we are to trust those numbers, Harvard came out in 2010 with a study on VARS reporting and said, as few as 1% of all injuries to vaccines are reported to VARS. If that is true, and that was a nine-year review, by the way, that was published in 2010. If that is true, and we have currently 2,000, over 2,050 confirmed deaths from COVID-19 vaccines, you could possibly be seeing over 200,000 deaths from COVID-19 already because the reporting systems are very, very minuscule in the actual numbers that are being reported. And all this, and by the way, now they're, they're, you know, as, as the vaccines are rolling out, they start with effectively the elderly and then kind of work backwards and and potentially young people are going to get jabbed very soon. All of this for a virus 
that has, if you're under the age of 70, somewhere in the neighborhood of 98, 99% survival rate. And if you're under the age of 30, it has a 99.9, almost 100% survival rate. This is the thing that's mind boggling to me, that the American people are being hoodwinked here. And doctor, I will go to the grave knowing that this government response to the Wuhan coronavirus was politically motivated. I don't know how you look at it, but I look at it as 100% politically motivated because when you start looking at these facts, the facts you're talking about, uh, forcing people to wear a mask, forcing people to lock down in their homes, which is exactly the opposite of what you need to be doing in a society, and that is establishing herd immunity. Preventing children from going to school, again, preventing herd immunity from taking place, and then hoodwinking the American people into just blindly going after three presidents go on national TV and say, just get the vaccine, shut up, get in line and get the vaccine. What goes through your mind when you see what I see, if you do see it my way? Uh, I'll tell you exactly how I see it. You're absolutely right about the political connection here and people being hoodwinked. But I want to open your mind to some other possibility. You ready? In some other viewpoint. It is very political. You are correct, but your audience needs to hear this. And I would love to either explore this with you or get you to look at it. This right here is a book written by Steve Hassan, which is a America's supposedly on the bottom of the book, America's greatest cult expert on page four. This book is designed to help you get out of a cult. By the way, this correlates to what you're talking about. He mentions in this book, there's four types of cults, religious, political, commercial, and therapeutic. On page four of his book, he says a political cult in order to be powerful and destructive has to do two things only. One is control the media. This is on page four, by the way, for anybody who wants to read this book about cults. All of you in America are being governed by a cult. They used two things to destroy us. One was to actually control the media as all political cults need to do. And then number two, they have to prevent free assembly. Now, Graham, what did they do all year for 2020? Oh, did yeah. they control free assembly? Did they prevent it? Fauci's out there saying right now we shouldn't assemble. Uh, it is a, it's incredible. It's an incredible attack. And doctor, you know, one of the greatest motivators in the world is fear, fear of the unknown, right? And so these people took advantage of it. You call it a cult. You call it a political response to harm the reelection chances of Donald Trump. Whatever it is, it's nefarious. So the American people need to be armed with the truth. You deliver the truth. And if the American people want to get involved in this process, if they want not only to get the information, but they want to give feedback to the FDA, they want to give feedback to their representatives, but they don't know exactly how to do it. What is the best way for people who are mad as hell and are not going to take it anymore to push back against this silence about the, the vaccines that should not be silent? Uh, yeah, I'll actually love to tell you where your audience should go, what they should actually contribute to. There is actually a website called makeamericansfreeagain.com. And on there, you can donate to a legislation that's actually being pushed by an attorney named Thomas Renz out of Ohio. He just won last week. He got them to override a veto of the governor and his ability and power to mandate lockdowns and mask requirements for the whole state of Ohio. Good He's work. going after five states and he's actually suing the CDC right now. Hmm. So if you go to makeamericansfree.com, that's Americans with an S, Make Americans Free again, and you want to donate anything to help actually provide informed consent to you, <laughs> there is legislation on your behalf to protect your rights of informed consent and knowledge.
And you can go and learn more about what's happening behind the scenes at Renz, R-E-N-Z law.com. If you go to his website, you can read the entire affidavit of how he's suing the CDC and why he, he is suing them. And it's because the death tolls and the numbers of COVID-19 were illegal and fraudulent and they exaggerated the numbers and he can prove it from their data. Read his affidavit. It's on there. No doubt about it. And, and there was a, a financial incentive to inflate the numbers and also the, the fear factor, right? You want to keep inflating the numbers. Again, we know, though, that the vast, vast majority of people who get the Wuhan coronavirus survive, especially if they don't have a comorbidity. If people want more information about you, doctor, uh, and, and your work at Artist Labs, where should they go? You can go to artistlabs.com, my name, A-R-D-I-S-L-A-B-S.com, or you can also go to the doctorartistshow.com. Also, you can find us on vocalnow.com, which you see in the background, V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W.com, and you can find our show there. We're doing incredible interviews with medical doctors, scientists, doc, uh, the attorney Thomas Renz on his litigation uh, against the CDC. You have all been lied to from the beginning. One of the things that cults do to manipulate people, I was raised in a cult. They censor information from you and instill fear to get you to do things you otherwise, if you were critically thinking, could actually reason logically and know what was best for you. They've robbed that from you and stolen your critical thinking, which is what they all do. The American people deserve the truth. Thank you for the good work and God bless you, doctor. It's great to be on your show. Thank you, Graham. So the question becomes why? Why did the FDA, in its preliminary report in late October of 2020, put a whole host of information in there about the side effects, lethal side effects, life-altering side effects? Why did they put it in the preliminary draft? And then when they issued these fact sheets to physicians, healthcare providers, they didn't put that information in there. Why is it do we see these three stooges, the three ex-presidents, Clinton, Bush, and Obama, out there saying, get the, get the jab, get the jab, but none of them saying, hey, you know what? Maybe you should do your homework and do some research on this before you get the jab. Why is it we hear the, these PSAs on the radio or on we see them on TV? You've seen them and heard them or in print. Do it for your family. Do it for soccer. Do it for children. Do it for your grandmother and your grandfather. But they don't list like they require on cigarette advertising, if that's allowed at all anymore, but it's certainly on the packaging. They don't list the problems. They list the problems with smoking, lung disease, cancer, death. They have disclaimers all over the place on all kinds of packaging. I get, a, I get a plastic bag at the grocery store that says, hey, don't put this over your head and close it with a rubber band. It might kill you. Yet they don't list it for the vaccines. No disclaimers. No, hey, it could cause stroke. Hey, it could affect your pregnancy. It could affect your child. It could affect your autoimmune system. It could affect your DNA. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't want to talk about that. So why? Why is the FDA not telling Americans this? Why is the government not telling 
Americans this? Why are your state governments not telling you this? Why are your local governments not telling you this? And the bigger question, the numbers are going down right now, and they'll probably stay down. There'll be flare-ups. But is it because the vaccine is working? Or is it because of Mother Nature? Hmm? See, this is one of the problems that's going to gnaw at me probably for the rest of my life. Like, I'll never be able to prove that the government response to the Wuhan coronavirus was purely political and initially aimed at taking out the re-election chances of President Trump. And apparently it worked. I'll never be able to prove that. I'll never be able to prove this conference call that took place in probably February or March of 2020 between Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Whitmer and Pritzker and Newsom and Cuomo and Wolf and Murphy. I'll never be able to prove it when they said, hey, we control one third of the U.S. economy. If we crash our economy, what happens to the rest of the two thirds? It crashes too. And we can use fear. We can use the unknown of the Wuhan coronavirus as the motivating factor. All in the name of health. Wrong. All in the name of politics. So ask yourself, the numbers are going down right now. Is it because of the vaccine? Or is it because of God? And what we like to call Mother Nature, but in the end it's God. You know, the virus, viruses exist on this planet. Many viruses exist on this planet. And viruses do their thing. Bottom line is, the American people are being shortchanged on the truth. And the truth is, the vaccines come with side effects. The problem is, we don't know how bad they are, how numerous they are, and how they will affect the long-term health of the tens of millions of Americans who are getting stuck in the arm with these vaccines in what I consider no less than the greatest involuntary clinical trial in world history. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs>